Cars today are safer, more reliable, and packing more technology than ever before. But if you're looking for an appliance on wheels, this isn't your show. We want to help everyone find a car they'll really love, capable on the commute, and a laugh on your favorite road. If you take the long way home, this is for you. New cars, used cars, whatever your budget, whatever your needs, if you like to drive, we want to help. I'm Todd. I'm Paul. And this is the Everyday Driver Car Debate. So as you know, these come out every Tuesday. We, we don't always record them the night before, but they come out every Tuesday. This one was recorded a little bit before, but if you're listening to it on the Tuesday, it came out. We aren't even in the country right now. Yep. We are in Germany. As you are listening to this, we are in Germany shooting this year's feature film. We're calling it Pilgrimage, and we're calling it that because every person, you, you and I both have this experience, Paul. Every person that we get close to and we say, hey, we're thinking about going to Germany, the first questions they ask are, are you going to go to the Autobahn? Are you going to go to the Ring? And the answers are, yes, yes, we are. <laughs> this is pretty cool. And, yeah, as you know, you've been following along. We've been producing two major films per year. And uh, that was starting with 50 years of the 9-11 back in 2013. And so this yeah. year we had an opportunity to go to Germany. And it was, yeah, it was one of those things. We've been wanting to go for a long time. I had been there a year and a half ago, something like that, and bashed mm -hmm. a rental car mm -hmm. around the ring. But it just, it didn't count. And it wasn't the same. <laughs> we were obviously not driving hot cars. And and um, yeah. it was just a, a short time. I had such a short break. So I, I feel like I've just barely tasted it. And this time we're going to spend some actual quality time there with the track. So I'm, I'm really excited yeah, we, by this. We've got, we won't, we won't tell you what, but we have a progression of cars starting with little tiny nothings and working up to, oh my gosh, I get to drive that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so yeah. we're going to work our way up on the ring. It's very exciting. We're going to shoot it as best we can and uh, bring back a film for you. So this will be our feature film for the year. Expect that around December. I'm not going to commit to a date yet because right. again, as you're listening to this, we are still getting footage in the can. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to plan for December. This will probably be Vimeo only, but it will be, uh, you know, kind of in the vein of mid-inches of mountains, but it will be even larger scale. And, of course, it will be Germany and German speeds and those kind of things. We're very excited about <laughs> Germany and German Honestly, speeds. What are German speeds? Well, I mean, well, they're faster than U.S. speeds. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. Not sure. that they don't get traffic, but once they get, once they get some open road, I mean, you know, so yeah, that's very great. excited about that. I mean, here's the ridiculousness. You and I have been talking about Germany and Nürburgring since about 2000. So it's been a while. We have. And so yeah. the fact that we're finally talking about going and go getting to go for the show and getting it to share it with you guys is going to be awesome. So that's what we're doing right now. We are trying really hard with uh, podcasts and videos to not have any breaks in content. That was a little bit difficult before we left the country. But hopefully you will have a steady stream of content from us no matter what. And yep. once we're back... We will continue with the weekly podcast and the weekly videos on YouTube. That will go on uninterrupted in spite of the fact that behind the scenes, uh, no one will see me because I am busily editing this year's film. <laughs> You'll be the wizard behind the curtain. That's pretty funny. But, uh, pretty much. Yes. Pretty much. Uh, you and I are talking about releasing this on Vimeo, and uh, we're not talking too much about the cars that we're going to be driving right now until we've got everything in the can because things are a little yeah. still bit liquid, and we've got some – Possible well, press cars, change. they're they're going to be changing. You know, we know some cars that we have for the ring; uh, those are locked in. But then some yeah. additional press cars and some other stuff, we might be surprised as well. And this is leading also <laughs> right up to the Frankfurt <laughs> Auto Show as well. So some yeah. press cars are unavailable yeah, because yeah. Of the auto show. So things like that. So we're still flexible. We're liquid, but uh, as you said, we're still going to be doing this regular content. 
in addition to all this Germany madness, and that's what we've been calling it for yes. the past few weeks as we've been just sorting gear and organizing our brains and and uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of madness. So uh, expect yeah, a trying to condense. Trying to condense our normal gear and our normal production schedule into oh by the way let's fly internationally has been an interesting hurdle so uh, yeah so so we're off in Germany as you are listening to this we are flying back shortly thereafter but uh, everyday driver content continues and in that vein we wanted to talk tonight a little bit different instead of just talking about uh, typical car debates we're going to do another one of those what did they buy episodes and this one's kind of unique because we've got a couple I want to talk about that are from actual podcasts, actual car debates that happen, and here's what the people bought. And we've got a couple others, and this is actually a cool little twist. We're starting to get more and more emails from you where you have listened to the podcast, you've watched the videos, you've kind of felt like we have kind of educated you and helped you figure out what kind of car you want without ever sending us a debate, and you went out and bought something that you like. I want to share a couple of those stories as well. These are four fun little recaps. Yeah, this is pretty cool. From uh, podcast number five, I believe this is Noah up in Canada, and he wrote wrote to us and said, after driving the whole Audi lineup, even the RS5, and not thinking it had quite enough power, based on the cost and the price that uh, they were asking, yeah. he ended up getting yeah. an S5. Now, I don't know, it doesn't say what year that he got here, but he got the S5, and honestly, I like that car a lot. It's just such a package. It's such completeness of power mm -hmm. and usability and style and I'm thrilled well, I mean, for you Noah. This is fantastic. So no, congratulations. Noah had, a, Noah had a good budget. He had a pretty good budget. I think it was about 75, 80 grand Canadian. And you know, we talked all over the map for him because at the time Noah was all over the map. He was looking at big GT cars. We even talked yeah. about uh, an Aston Martin Vantage for him at that point. That was like We the talked about autocrossing that, didn't we? What we was, did. Was that was that our later? big autocross joke. <laughs> we, but we even talked about stuff like, uh, you know, go back and get yourself an NSX. I mean, we talked about a big right. round of things because he was fluctuating between do I get something that is track focused and do I get something that is more GT car? He landed with the S5. I think his wife was, was happier with more of the GT car style. But what I find interesting about what he wrote back to us is he makes a comment here that he drove the RS5 and he didn't think it was enough of an increase in power and capability for the cost increase. Mm -hmm. So that's why he went S5. I think that's really interesting, Noah. So I'm thrilled that you like your car. That's the biggest thing. Well, he's buying we smart. We say it over here. and over, but it's true. You know, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's buying smart with his money. And yes, RS5 mm -hmm. is awesome. Agreed. You know, maybe they will be at, at a price point sometime used here in the near future that sure. will make it worthwhile sure. to own that car. You know, if you can find a good used one. But uh, it yeah. sounds like, you know, just doing the research and driving everything and and we like that you drove everything and he said he definitely, drove definitely definitely all those cars and so we like that you did the back-to-back -back, and that's what we constantly recommend mm -hmm. if you've been listening for any length of time at this point you know that we recommend that seat time and that's what todd and i do with our comparison shoots is we do mm -hmm. that exact same thing and so we get that fresh seat to seat feel and that's exactly what noah did yeah. so Kudos, yeah, when you Noah. jump from one to another, Fantastic. it's a huge deal. And, and, you know, over and over again, the biggest thing we're chasing, the reason for the show in the beginning, is just getting into getting people into cars they love. So anytime somebody yeah. writes us and goes, hey, I got this car and I love it, even if it's not something we definitely recommended, that is something that we're thrilled by. I mean, that actually gets me to uh, Katie in episode 40. Her, her boyfriend actually wrote in. Her boyfriend John wrote in, and they were trying to find a car for Katie. And Paul went on a rant in the middle of episode I 40. I kind of did, yeah. Because... 
because she had she had an old Saturn that she was still driving, and Paul had this big rant about giving it a Viking burial and making a YouTube video, and how many watch how many views would that get with a Viking burial of this flaming Saturn off a cliff? And we all laughed and thought it was funny, and John and Katie thought it was funny. <laughs> But the dealer they wanted to trade the thing in for to didn't think that was very funny, understandably. <laughs> but uh, but Katie, everybody but else Katie but did the drive, dealer. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, understandable. But but Katie did drive a lot of things that we recommended, including you. Actually, I remember this. You pulled out the Jeep Renegade as you thought was the perfect answer for her question, and I actually thought it was kind of a sniper shot because she came out of nowhere with it. Mm, yeah, and they drove it, and she really liked it. But concluded it was just outside her budget. So I was, I'm, I'm glad that A, that you recommended it, and B, that she liked it so much. Where she ended up as a result is kind of in that oddball SUV thing as well, and that is a 2012 Nissan Juke all-wheel drive. Which I don't know if we recommended that, but I will say, have you driven that guy? I remember I drove it a while back I in manual. I drove it with a friend, and, you know... She was considering this. Uh, she eventually mm-hmm. ended up going with a Q5, Audi Q5. But she had driven yeah, that, yeah, yeah. and she was considering it. And I love that, that Katie loves this car because, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I think I remember, I remember pushing that Jeep but also caveating that it was a bit more expensive than what she could actually do. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I was pushing for that. But, again, you've got to shop within your budget, and I'm glad that she has found. Totally. And Absolutely. John says here Katie adores her new ride, and that's mm-hmm. – that's thanks enough right there. It, it's kind of funny because if you're listening to this and driving a Saturn as well, I'm encouraging you to get something different. Here's why. I work a lot with the automotive industry, particularly uh, the, the Americas, um, You know, a lot of the Asian and, and European manufacturers too. But I hear stories. And a, yeah. one story that stuck out in my mind is when Saturn was introduced as a brand, the Japanese were really yeah. worried. They were very concerned that suddenly this new car, the Americans had figured it out, and mm-hmm. they bought one and tore it down and laughed until they cried because they Pro- found – Promptly decided to not be worried. They promptly decided that they had nothing to worry about in terms of engineering and quality, and there were cost-cutting measures here and there, and it showed. I mean, yeah. over the years, yes, they sold a lot of cars. They had a lot mm-hmm. of great marketing mm-hmm. campaigns, and it was a feel-good kind of thing. The cars were okay. And, but ultimately, yeah. it just this is why the cars still are not around. It it just was a kind of a failed experiment. And so, uh, you know, I hear things like that, and so that's what influences my opinion about them. So just take that with a grain yeah. of salt. But well, that's kind of why. Thing- the thing about the Juke, I mean, unfortunately, Katie got the CVT. I actually drove that guy a while back in the manual. And actually, in the manual, it's pretty chuckable. I mean, here's the thing. That car, I, I will say this about the Juke, it drives better than you think when you first see one. And it has love it or hate it styling. You know, the people that, people that like it really like it. The people that hate it really, really hate it. And, but, but I have to say, I got in one at, a, at one of those Motor Press Guild track days once. I didn't take it on the track. I took it on a, on a street drive. But I got in one with the, with the manual. And I remember I got like a block away and was like, huh, this is so much better than I expected. I mean, it's, it's genuinely chuckable and fun. Now, granted, the manual would have been better, but I understand why she got the CVT. I get it. It's more kind of daily life thing. She didn't really want a manual. So you got to buy what you like. I'm just glad Katie likes it. We were helpful. I am sad that the Saturn did not uh, go to a fiery death because yeah. I would have liked to have seen that video. That would have been but fun. thanks for sharing that with us, John. <laughs> that would have been great video on YouTube. All right, John, well, uh, let us know when Katie decides to upgrade to the Juke R. That is the Juke into which Nissan has stuffed the GTR engine and drivetrain. Yeah. And it's a 200-mile-an-hour Juke. So uh, I think they're half well, a million. Why not? And, that, that's, that, you know. that's bound to happen. <laughs> so let us know when she, if you've she ever seen, decides to upgrade. If you've ever seen the photo, half of the engine block – 
is underneath the dash, so you can't even maintain <laughs> that car. I literally don't even know how that car works. But that, I mean, uh, that that may be a larger piece of engineering genius than the GTR itself. <laughs> yeah, agreed. For, I mean, the GTR is impressive, but then somebody sat down and went, "You know what I could do?" And then they did it. <laughs> we could make it's it insanity. Smaller. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 literally it's that it's that terrible joke of you know two hundred pound person in a hundred pound sack. I mean, it, it's that kind of thing. It's just <laughs> I've it's, not heard it's, that. You know, wow. How did how did they do that? Anyway, I, I want to side note for a second and mention Patreon. If you aren't a supporter of us on Patreon, that's cool. But for those of you that are, you're getting extra access and uh, some early release stuff from us as far as also some high-res images that we do every month. There's a lot of options that are benefits to you guys for helping us out on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash everydaydriver. And actually the guys up at Roads Untraveled uh, up in Canada that do their own uh, show that is on YouTube, they actually have supported us at one of our highest levels, which is kind of surprising. But the reason they did it is because they appreciate how hard it is to do what we do. So they've gotten in at a high level, but any level you can get in on is helpful to us. Yeah, really appreciate it. And, um, you know, even a couple bucks a month, that's, uh, that makes a difference for us. And all that money goes right back into production. So that's, that's what we put those dollars towards. And, and production costs, as you know, can vary and depending on travel and fuel and all that kind of stuff. So we put that right back into mm-hmm. the show. So big thanks to Marcus and all the guys up at Roads and Traveled. So, yeah, thanks for calling that out. We want to, want to keep going here. And this is a little bit of a switch here to two letters of people who have written in they didn't mm-hmm. necessarily write to us on the podcast, but by finding, by virtue of finding our content and you know paying attention, yeah. listening to what we do, and sort of picking up on the thread of spend your money better and really love your car, they have bought stuff based on finding our work. And so this first letter here is yeah. from yeah. Dongyul, and uh, I, I love this letter here. I want to read a little bit of this stuff to you because uh, we're talking yeah, about it. Nissans. He says, you know, he's been following the YouTube channel for a few years now. And it got him thinking, which we love. I mean, right there, as soon as you're starting yeah. to think, you're toast, buddy. So <laughs> after he said, after watching the Tiny Turbos video, and this was the Fiat Abarth 500 and the Fiesta ST, and you know, exactly. hearing so exactly. much about this ST, and, and I'm sure he was hearing it from a number of other journalists and sources. Because mm-hmm. everybody loves it, yeah. Yeah. He said, I could no longer live while driving a soul-sucking, mushy tuna boat of a car that was an 09 Altima with a CVT. I agree. <laughs> so I found a nice used Fiesta ST at CarMax, and we've talked about CarMax before. And he said about mm-hmm. a week ago, the tuna boat traded in, and he got the ST. So, wow. Yep. What a fantastic choice. Yep. Congratulations. I mean, you've hopefully seen our uh, our track piece at the ST Octane Academy and the giant smiles on our face with that car and, and uh, driving that mm-hmm. on the street as well. But, you know, he's saying he never should have bought the Nissan. It's It's fun to help people come to that realization because you know yes sometimes you just you got to do what you got to do in your life budget circumstances of course that's that goes without saying you know even though i i mean you know he he you know what i mean he even calls out and appreciate absolutely he even calls out and appreciates the ultimate for what it is you know which is uh you know it carries a lot of stuff it gets good gas mileage it's these kind of things but he realized in in just kind of examining himself I don't mean to get too theoretical there but in examining himself and in listening to the show he realized I want to enjoy what I drive and I don't enjoy this that is as you said Paul that's the moment you know you're in trouble but I also think that is the proper tipping point if if you don't care and your car's an appliance okay that's not what we're about at all Mm -hmm. but if you don't care that's fine and you know there's a lot of cars out there that could actually do everything you need a car to do 
But the minute you decide, I want to enjoy this more, I'm in this car, I'm paying for this car, that is a great moment. And he took our info, got that Fiesta ST. I love, he goes on for like two paragraphs about how awesome the Fiesta ST is. It's a revelation for him. So, Daniel, I am so excited. Thank you for writing back to us and just telling us that. Again, he wasn't on the podcast. He just said, I watched your stuff, and I got excited, and I drove it, and I love it. Thank God. That's awesome. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, how funny is this? He said he prayed for people to hit him and total the car just so he could get out <laughs> total, of the Total the ultimate, just so he could get into something. Oh my yeah, gosh. I mean, yeah, he, he was not a fan. But he's, a, he's very much excited about his Fiesta ST, and I'm glad and not too surprised. So thank you for that. We have another one here in a similar vein. And this is Kai. And Kai wrote this, and I don't know how long ago you read, read this, Paul, but I read it a while back, and I loved it. The, the, the subject line of his, <laughs> of his email, which I don't know if you remember this, but I saw the subject line a while back. I saw the subject line and went, am I in trouble? But it was, oh, watching your yes. content cost me hours of my life and I one Lotus Elise. And I went, what? Wait, how? So, yeah. Exactly. So I so anyway, the thing is, he discovered our channel about about a year ago and started watching a lot of stuff because and you know what? I've heard three or four stories like this. Guys have kids and you end up at three in the morning with a kid on your chest. You're trying to get to go back to sleep and you're just laying there going, no, this is this sucks. I mean, I, I love my little one, but this sucks. I'm just trapped under a little kid. And invariably, you start watching something on your phone or your iPad until you can kind of roll the little one off of you and let them keep sleeping. He found our content about this time and started watching all of our content. He thinks, he's not sure, but he thinks that his son may have our Everyday Driver intro music for the videos in bur burned into his early memories. So anyway, so he watches all of our stuff. He this ends up finding our Pacific Coast Highway video where we had the Lotus Elise and the FRS mm -hmm. and, the, and the Genesis. And he falls in love with the Elise and he falls in love with that piece and he keeps watching it. And then, sorry to say this guy, he discovered Mid-Engines and Mountains and went, oh, Lotus Elise piece, Lotus Elise piece, and bought it. And kept watching that over and over and over. I think you see where this is going. <laughs> this goes to, honey, I want a Lotus Elise. Well, you know what I love is that Elise that you saw, it's been a few years now, back at the Cars and Coffee in Los Angeles. And it was an Elise with a, a little Recaro kid seat, a child seat. In, it had the, it in had the right the, seat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, it, it was this revelation. And everybody who looks at it says... Wow, you can combine parenthood and fun cars, and this guy's doing it. And Kai, you're this doing guy the was exact a rock star. same thing. It's so great. Yeah. I, I this, love this that. This guy you're talking about at the L.A. Cars and Coffee had one of those, and if you're a parent, you're going you're gonna to know exactly what I'm talking about. He had one of those camouflage, <clears throat> I did just say that, uh, car seats. <laughs> and he had that strapped into the passenger seat, and he had a juice box in the cup holder. I'm not kidding. I should post this picture. I have a picture of it. He had a juice box in the cup holder. And he would roll up to Cars and Coffee with his son in this literally track-prepped Elise. And yeah. he would pull a tiny little umbrella stroller out of the, the trunk. That was all that could fit in the trunk. And they would roll around the Cars and Coffee and look at everything. I Honestly, the first time I saw that guy, I thought, you are officially my hero. And I actually told him that once. But, but Kai went out and actually talked to his wife and said, I want an Elise. And he's bought an Elise. So, of course, we did. We, we cost him an Elise. And so now he has an Elise and is in love with it. And, and what I like is... He kind of discovered and fell in love with the car through our content, kept being curious about it with our content, and that led him to go drive this. I don't know, Kai, if you'd ever looked at an Elise seriously prior. Maybe you had. But it just gave him the bug, and he went out and really pursued it, and now he owns one, and it's everything he thought it was going to be, and he loves it. So, Kai, hats off to you, man. I'm thrilled that you have it and you like it that much. Yeah, this is fantastic. And, you know, just you know, like uh, Daniel said in the, in the uh, prior letter here, you know, he's he's realizing that 
you know, Ultima's, he's saying, well, it's maybe for a person in their mid-40s with kids and that kind of thing. We disagree. And Todd, you're doing the exact same thing with your son. You know, you're taking him on fun rides yeah. and, and yeah. uh, you know, with the uh, with the FRS. And it, it mm-hmm. is possible, people. It is possible. And these guys are proof that they're doing this and having families and still, you know, having a fun car and fitting that into their lives. Again, budget, you know, circumstance, all that stuff. Hugely uh, so. Know, yeah. I mean, I all know, of those are so. factors. I mean, and, and if you look, if you have seven kids, you're not going to buy an Elise. I get it. I understand. I, I, I understand how you're that gonna works. You're going to buy for, six, five or six Elises. That's what you're going to buy. <laughs> Perfect. Very, very, very helpful consumer advice there, Paul. Excellent. But, I'm here but, you for know, you. know, actually, <laughs> this is why we all follow along. <laughs> Paul's consumer advice. You have eight kids? Well, here's how let, let's do eight kids divided by two seats at a lease. Done. Perfect. I don't Excellent. see a problem. Some of them could drive. Uh, but, no, actually, you bring up my son. It's actually funny. I, I think you've heard him do this, but it's very funny. You know, we have the – my wife has that Cayenne now. Yeah. Yep. And he cannot he's, – he's, he's five going on – you know, 25, but he's actually he's almost six. But but uh, he cannot refer to that car as a Cayenne or as a Porsche. He only refers to it as Mama's Porsche Cayenne. It's the only way it comes out of his mouth. Which is so I didn't, cute. I didn't, I didn't train him to do this. I didn't say this is how we refer to the car. I didn't be even beat on it's Porsche, not Porsche. I didn't do any of that. My son walks around and talks about Mama's Porsche Cayenne. Which car are we taking, Dad? Are we taking the FRS or Mama's Porsche Cayenne? Oh, funny. Oh man. oh man! And either way, he enjoys it, which is cool. So uh, yeah. Anyway, he's not that fond of the uh, the car wash, but otherwise, he's thrilled. Granted, I I, I do know that uh, I shouldn't take it to the car wash, and Paul's going to teach me how to do it right. But anyway, we're, we're so yes, there, kids so. and fun cars still still can happen. These guys are proof. And thank you guys for writing in and writing in regularly. We actually are having a short episode, and we're doing that purely because literally there are bags being packed in the background. Yep. I mean, yep. we are we, we when we're recording this, we're about to leave for Germany. When you're hearing this, we are in Germany. So look forward to more information about that, and even some tease footage coming at you soon. You have found the podcast on iTunes. Wherever, please rate it on those same platforms. When you rate it, it does matter. Other people find it. Thank you for your ratings and reviews. And of course, if you're finding us otherwise, it is slash Everyday Driver on Twitter, on yes. Facebook, wherever you're looking. Yep, and uh, even on YouTube. I, I've said before, as uh, you know, as you're rating and reviewing, do it when we're making you laugh or when you're happy at some point, not when you're <laughs> disagreeing with us or something like that. Rate it when you're happy because uh, that's when we want your rating. Hey, we'll and, take it all. And, uh, well, yeah, agreed. But uh, kids and, and, and fun are, cars, and we are, not oil and water. That's we are the reading. We are reading everything. I mean, that's the other thing to keep in mind. Even if you're writing us at, at one of your own car debates at Everyday Driver TV at Gmail, we are reading all your emails, all Facebook posts, all the comments on YouTube, every email we get. We, one of us reads all of it, and sometimes both of us read stuff. Mm-hmm. So do know that we are at least putting sometimes. our yeah. At least know we're putting our brain power toward the things you've mentioned, even if you don't see a direct response. I guarantee you, we have seen it. So thank you for writing to us. Every now and then we get an email. It's like I don't know if you guys will see this, and I'm sitting there going. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we saw it. So, so thank you for uh, for writing into us and engaging with us on the show. We really appreciate it, and we will be back again next week. Yes, thank you so much. And you realize that this film is now a third film that I can promote at the end of the podcast. Now I can say yes, not only can. fifty yes, years, not only mid engines in mountains, but we're looking forward to sharing all this content. It's going to be crazy, and we're going to be hopefully doing some tweeting from the Frankfurt Auto Show as well. So look for that. And, oh yeah, you uh, should definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll hope to get some stuff out. I understand it's going to be a pretty crazy show, and uh, yeah, looking forward to sharing this one. But in the meantime, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We appreciate it, guys. 